KJJ Abrams! <laughs> Who's with me, people? Give me a like. Give me a like. Like from you? Okay. Like from you? Okay. Like from you. I didn't want you to like anyway. You ugly. Alright. Now that Uno been. got that out of the system and he stopped talking to his He's never his been so fake wrong friends in his life. His bot friends. That he who's, paid who's millions of dollars. Who's honestly excited about episode nine? I'll wait. Wait till you finish that chip. I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> this is Uno eating a chip. Okay, let's do this. For you guys. All right, dude. Look. ASMR. All right, go ahead, man. We, we, we left off the last, uh, last episode with you going to tell us what you thought about episode nine. You know what? I'm Pay gonna off be the honest. Tease, fool. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Let's be honest. I think lesbianas. I think that uh, Ryan Johnson just committed too many mistakes on episode eight for J.J. Abrams to correct in the span of two and a half hours. Well, too bad it's a three-hour movie. Dang! Then I take it all back. That's right. So one hour was good. <laughs> no, I, I, no like, you know what? Wait, hold on. Shut up, Chips. <laughs> <laughs> that was your opinion, fool. No, I just there were no I, mistakes. You know Here, here's the thing. Here's here's my thing about uh, J. that J. movie Abrams. was perfect. Here's Except my thing about J.J. Abrams. I feel like he's a Except great storyteller, but I don't feel like he's great at ending his storytelling because Lost, great series, stupid ending. Um, Star you can't Trek, contribute that to him, though. Hold up. Because he was a producer on the Hey, Jeff, what's that? Writing, okay, right? shut up. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I know. Here, alternative facts. Yeah, I mean, part of it was the strike, but whatever. Um, but go ahead. But but no, okay, I feel like Star Trek 1 was really great, which he was involved with. Star Trek 2 was good. Star Trek 2 was like, whatever. I don't know if he's shown yet. He didn't do anything for Star Trek 3, though. Did he just like produce it? I don't think he wrote it, right? What? The third Star one? Trek Three? Yeah, I don't think he, he didn't direct it. Okay, but still, I don't mm-hmm. feel like he's shown yet that he can wrap up a story. It was Super Eight. Oh, I just I mean, you Super took it from me. I was about to say it right now. Super Eight was cool. Super I mean, Eight, Super but eight. from like from beginning Wait, to end, it, it was a consistent story that that ended well. Like, it didn't leave you, like, oh, um, even Cloverfield, too. Whoa, 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 wait, wait. How about Mission Impossible 3? Well, Mission Impossible 3 was really good. Uh-huh, okay. It was really good. And as Jay mentioned, Super 8? Powerhouse performance. No, I don't think Super 8 is, like, a great movie, dude. Do you own it? I do own it. I do own it. Ah, damn it. It's but I just feel like, um, I don't know, dude. Like, when I think of, like, how when did that movie come out? Like, I think... As far as the last 10 years, I don't think of that movie as a classic. Uh, Super 8 came out. Uh, I don't think of it as a classic right in the last like 15 years. I don't but think you know what, oh though? God, I think it's because you're, you're viewing that through the goggles of maybe Stranger Things, where it's like Stranger Things has... Took that story and was like... Has kind of uh, taken over like the kid on a mission type of uh, uh, you know genre or whatever. Where you have like these kids who just kind of have to save the day and figure it out, um, but like Super Eight did that in a full length feature film, and it was, it was, it was kind of amazing, dude. Yeah, um, but here's what in regard to Star Wars, 
here's what I like. I'm just like, man, this is so hard. One, like Luke Skywalker's dead. I mean, his body. Right. Um, but he's but a force then, ghost. So what does that matter? Dude? They're all, they said they're not using like CGI, Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. They're going to use scenes that were recorded for episode two, episode eight. eight. And I just feel that it's like it feels very patchworky. So I don't know. I just feel like it's a really difficult task to wrap up that story. Um, I also feel like Ryan Johnson did things that were unnecessary. Like, oh, we needed to show that Ray was a nobody so that people understand that the force isn't just exclusive to the Skywalker. Give me the line, family. dude. Give me the line. You're nobody. You're nobody. You're nothing. You're nothing. You're already doing it. But not to me. Yeah, dude. I need you to finish it. Nobody ever felt that way. Nobody was ever like, why has Obi-Wan got all this power? He's not a Skywalker. Why does Mace Windu have all this power? He's not. No one ever felt that way. It was like an mm. unnecessary like justification for the story. Anyway. No, fool, because I feel like it was a, a response to expectations that I think people were putting on to this film where it was like she has to be she just has to be a skywalker she has to be this she and, has to and be that. and this food just said you know what food no she doesn't but i'll tell you why because they set the expectation and by that I, by them i mean the studio jj abrams like they said oh, skywalker the the star wars series has always been a skywalker saga kylo freaking ran Dude, he said it doesn't mean just he's because a, it's a Skywalker, a, saga, a Skywalker saga doesn't mean that it's gonna be always good. That's I mean, in, in terms of a, a a villain or a hero. In this term, in this way, we got like like he mentioned Kylo Ren still continuing that uh, Skywalker story. You know what, Jeff? And, and go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, you know, yeah, I see what you're saying about about all this uh, issues that people had with these movies. <laughs> But what people are missing out on is the fact that in order to keep... See, people keep saying, oh, we don't want a retread of the same thing. We wanted something fresh. And Ryan Johnson turned the uh, the whole Star Wars movie on its head and giving you new stories to work with. And I think that's exactly what... what I heard nothing you said. Nothing? Because I was distracted by your face. It's just been a long time. And it's funny looking. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? <laughs> Nothing. Um, good points. Yeah. Not. <laughs> You're stupid. This guy's just just a hater, dude. <laughs> you, that's what happens with these people. They can't come up with. What any, do you mean these people? You fool. Star Wars. Oh, Mexicans. <laughs> I love. All right. <laughs> Mexicans. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. These people who hate on the Star Wars movie. When you come up with a good argument, they just can't come up with anything else. No, no, no. Le- listen, 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 listen. Linda, listen. Um, I just feel like I honestly feel after episode seven and eight, I feel like J.J. Abrams might have had one vision, and then Ryan Johnson might have had another vision. And now that J.J. Um, Abrams is in charge of episode nine, he has the task of completing his vision, but also tying up these loose ends that were created by Ryan Johnson. Like part of that is like, um, like, let's just say Ray, right? There's an episode seven that's like, what girl? Like Kylo Ren kind of kind of lets that out. And it gives this like impression. It gives this kind of like feeling that like, this girl's important. Like, there's this expectation around this girl, right? And then, fast forward episode eight, it's like, you're nobody, you're nothing. 
So wait, what is it? Is this person significant or is this person insignificant? Mm. There just seems to be in like uh, incongruence here, right? And like now, like J.J. Abrams has to face the challenge of creating a cohesiveness out of an incohe what seems to be an incohesive world. And I just feel like judging by his past, like I don't know if he's gonna be able to like wrap it all up in a and like put another nice little bow tie on it with the gavel. While at the same wrap time, up, while at the same time, creating a like engaging great movie. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he he I like. Okay, I'm just kind of like I'm kind of just like uh, pooping on J.J. Abrams just for fun. I like him; I think he's great, but I feel like Ryan Johnson might have created too much of a mess for him. And the whole we didn't, nobody expected uh, uh, Carrie Fisher to die. I think like him being without that person to kind of write new stories and for him for her to like voice new direction with her without her being there and anybody else from the the original trilogy being there. I feel like it limits him. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. We'll wait in December to see if uh, anything you said is. I mean, you're wrong. Yeah. You see how I dropped my mic and like my arm is up and it's flexing and look. See, look at this bicep definition though. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. Especially with the lighting in here too, <laughs> where it like hits every every curve. So what you're saying is I won, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah All right. Sure. Well, that's how I feel about Star Wars, but we can move on now. All right. We'll move on. It's gonna um, be good. I feel that I think J.J. Abrams is just going to take it from there and add to the story and and what Ryan Johnson did or um, Rian Johnson. Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, I hope I'm wrong though. <laughs> yeah, I think what he did is open it up more as opposed to, you know, making a mess like you said. I don't think he did. I did. I thought it uh, it's going to open it up more to the new generation. Yeah. And so. You know that's that's what that's what's got, that's what has to happen. You know you have to have new heroes for mm. for uh, the new generation. So, anyways, dude, what I uh, and what I'm most looking forward to is uh, Canto Bite. The yeah, dude, which was amazing. It was great. Best I loved every Rose? moment of that. <laughs> the Rose and Finn kiss. Nothing wrong yep. with Rose. Dude. I liked I it, dude. Well, okay, the kiss. <laughs> no, it was we'll just that. About that. No, but it was just that. That I like he. <laughs> <laughs> he he shut down like any expectations that any of us had, dude. Like, and I think that's what, what is pissing people off is that they're like entitled children who think that oh, because they didn't meet my expectation, there it's it's a totally like terrible movie. Um, which which I think you have to just look back and give the due credit to just be like, yeah, we're allowing this person who is coming from nothing, as they put it. But yeah, like, you know, it took Luke forever to stack up, like, four rocks, and this chick is, like, completely, like, obliterating all these freaking stones, freeing the resistance or whatever mm-hmm. in, like, one try. It's like, yeah, dude, of course she can freaking do that. Why? Because she's not tied down to anything. She's a free spirit. She's the most powerful being in the freaking world. She's a real Captain Marvel. You know what? Your hat brim looks funny. So I'm not listening. You know what? I hate you. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to the next thing I wanted to talk about this episode, dude, is Mark Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> Actually, no, we're going to talk about a new book that's coming out. Oh, my bad. September. No, just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, well, I thought it'd be Netflix. a good discussion because over Netflix. the holiday season, we had uh, one of the most talked about movies on social media. 
Caite, güey. That's how we thought. No, um, the uh, movie I'm talking about is Bird Box. Bird Box. Bird Box. Bird Box. <laughs> <laughs> Cardi B up in this piece. This is making me laugh because I'm a bird box. Bird box. Well, that's what birds sound like sometimes. It's a Cardi B remix, dude. How do those damn birds survive flipping over in the water, being crushed, and then you know open it up and the birds are still alive? Dude. They're good, dude. Anyways, did you guys watch Bird Box? Yeah. Man, yes. Did you guys like Bird Box? I did. I thought it was great. That was amazing. Yes, uh, it, it yes. was. It was. A, it was a great movie. I thought um, the performances by um, uh, uh, what's her name, Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Bullock, and the guy, uh, the co-star Tom. I don't remember his name. I don't know who he is. Yeah. I we need to look him. He's in, no, no, he's he's Moonlight. in Predator. He's in Predator, by the way. He was in Moonlight. The newest. The newest oh yeah, one? I never seen yeah, Moonlight. He was the lead character in Moonlight. Yes, you're right. Uh, yes, that's where I saw his name in. Um, but yeah, he's in the new Predator, as well. Wait, so, hold on. We need to we need to pay respect to this guy's name. True that, because he did a good job. Yeah. So his name is. I got it. Trevante Rhodes. Um, oh, that's cool that you have a laptop. That's cool. <laughs> Trevante Rhodes and Sandra Bullock, dude. I thought in uh, oh um, John Malkovich too, dude. His character was pretty good, even though yeah. you probably hated him. But he's like the salty old man, dude. Yeah, dude. But that's that's. But what, he was right. Yeah, that's the yeah. trippy part, dude. He was right throughout the whole time, dude. He may have been tough, but sometimes you got to make those hard decisions, and he was right. Sidebar: If a character can make you hate him, that person hate him or her, uh, that person's doing a good job. So shout out to Joaquin Phoenix and Gladiator because I know we all hate him. Yep, yep. And that's like, the, and, and <laughs> I think right. yeah. we right, mentioned dude. that before. That's yeah. kind of like the standard of like movie villainy almost for us. I feel like every, every time we talk about a villain. It always comes down to freaking Commodus, dude, and how much we freaking hated that guy. I just want them to love me. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, bro. I'm not merciful! <laughs> what the heck? Do you remember that? Where he's like all pissed? He's like... Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's how he says it. He whines like a little... So, uh, we, uh, obviously, with Bird Box coming out, dude, we had, you know, Sandra, uh, Sandra Bullock. Bullock, who was, uh, who is a huge actress. This movie huge. could have easily come out in the movie theater, but it was released on Netflix. I think it was released in, in, in the theater, right? For like a weekend? I don't know. Something like that. I yeah, believe it, it was, was like in select theaters. Yeah. And then, of course, on Netflix. Um, but, you know, it, the movie was great. It was not a fully, you know, theater released movie. Yet it is a movie that's going down. So the the question was, or the discussion was, or is I wanted to talk to you guys about is is do we can we consider now Netflix a major studio? Here's now? here's my theory. I want to chime in right away. I think that it's easier for a movie to be a hit if it gets exclusive promotion from Netflix than if it were released in theaters. Because let's let's be hypothetical, right? Let's go back and let's say that um, Bird Box came out like two, three weeks ago or whatever. And mm-hmm. it had to compete with Spider Universe, the Spider-Verse, um, Mary Poppins, uh, Transformers. Like, I think it would get like, the Grinch. Uh, I think it would get lost. I think it like none if of it those, were in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. None of those movies have had, have had the social impact of Bird Box. Like we're seeing Bird Box become Bird Box like a, challenge, dude. a viral sensation. Yeah. yeah. 
But even away from the Bird Box Challenge, there's all sorts of memes, right? Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of memes, and there's this buzz about it. Um, so I think that Netflix, like, because Netflix um, primarily lives on, like, social platforms, right? Yeah. Um, I think um, Netflix is able to create viral movements and viral promotion for a movie more so than any other movie. And yeah, I mean, and I think it, it definitely uh, gains from its, its accessibility because you can go and spend money and, and, like, you can go to the theater and watch, you know, Spider-Man is the Spider-Verse, but still go home and watch this one, whereas, like, you probably wouldn't watch, pay for two movies and, in and one also, day. And also, you think about it, too, is where you watch Bird Box, then you tell a friend about it, say, hey, you got to watch Bird Box, let's go watch it, and then you easily could just pop it in. Yeah. And then have other family and watch it with other people. It's like... It's it's exactly what <clears throat> what happened that weekend when it came out it was this viral sensation of everybody talking about Bird Box and and you know being able to watch this movie. But I also think I'm wondering the fact that they're taking advantage of the fact that they're Netflix and they're they're the expectation is a little lower. So when they when when this movie comes out and it's really good, it actually helps them to say, oh, this is actually pretty good for being on a streaming service, mm. but it garners more attention because of that. You know what I mean? It's like, wow, this is, this movie, like, for example, this is Sandra Bullock not making a feature film that goes in theaters, but instead on a streaming service. Yeah. I think that's a huge deal when you look at it. You know what I mean? So it, it, it garners even more publicity of the fact that this is Sandra Bullock doing that. And then Mm. the movie ends up being good. And now you got even more credibility to the fact that Netflix is now making studio type films. An example is a movie that's coming out in March, which you told me about, Jay, with with the actors in this movie, dude, are insane. And I'm talking about the movie called Triple Threat. And Oh, Triple uh, Frontier. Triple Yeah, sorry. Triple, Triple Threat is like a freaking uh it's a Dennis Rodman and uh um, and uh, Jean Claude Van Damme movie, is dude. It, is that what it is? No. <laughs> I think it's like double double threat or something like that. While well, we're on threat. the subject of triple threat, can I chime in really quick? Um, hold on. Yes, but what? Can I? Well, well, I give you time to look things up. So, like, um, uh, a, a an administrator at Biola, who I, who at my university, who I, I like, uh, created a friendship with, mm. used to call me Triple Threat, and I told him it was all based off a conversation where I told him, "Hey, if you need me to, I can sing, act, and dance. All right." So <laughs> bring me up on stage if things get kind of murky, yeah. and I will sing, act, and dance. And he's like, "Wow." You're the triple threat. And ever since then, every time he's he saw me, he'd go, what's up, triple threat? Nice. That's awesome. That's dope, dude. So I was saying uh, Triple Frontier, which comes out in March on Netflix, uh, exclusively on Netflix. Dude, the the cast is Ben Affleck, Charlie Hunnam, Pedro Pas- uh, Pascal, Oscar Isaac, Garrett Hedlund from the Chan movies. So, dude, it's... That's a, that's a. Those are solid. Those, those are, are solid. It's a solid cast, dude. Yeah. And and uh, the movie itself, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Check out the the trailer on on YouTube. Uh, it's called Triple Frontier, not Triple Threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, it it I mean, dude, it looks like a, a a big movie. Yeah. You know that you would normally see in the theaters. Some other movies that are coming out is Polar with Mad Mickelson, as or Mads Mickelson, as a sort of a. Uh, kind of like a John Wick type kind of thing. Yeah, where, where it's sort of like a a take on. I mean, that. If, 
Yeah, if you if you watch the trailer, it, it definitely has like that John Wick vibe to mm-hmm. it. Um, it's like a just it's like John Wick. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a dude trying to get out of the game, trying to settle down, and then things go awry. And Instead of a to, puppy, it's his neighbor. He just has to unleash fury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With laser fingers, the other machine one is, uh, guns. Uh, that comes out this month, actually, January like 25th, I think. And then January 18th is a movie called Close with um, uh, Numi Rapace. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you say your last name, I guess. Something like that. Um, she was on. Uh, she was the original uh, girl with the with dragon, the dragon tattoo. tattoo. Um, the foreign film, and then, so she's done other stuff. But uh, the, the movie itself looks actually pretty good too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Netflix is putting stuff out there, dude. Like, I mean, yeah, but major I think you can, studio type stuff. You know, you can trace this all the way back to uh, Beasts of Donation, dude. Like, they got mm, Idris yes. Elba to to be in that movie, and then Kerry Fukunaga, who's a he did like True Detective. Hey, hey, hey relax. He did, uh, um, which is it? He just do like he did something just recently too that I really liked. Um, but uh, oh, Maniac on uh, on Netflix. Oh, that's his. Th- yeah, um, that's right. You're right. His, that's his. so. Um, uh, so like even back then though, dude. Like, and I feel like that kind of laid the groundwork a little bit for dude. what Netflix is doing now. But yeah, totally, dude. I think uh, yeah. Netflix is the new juggernaut, dude. Like a lot like what Marvel is doing, you know, with its movies. I feel like Netflix uh, is quickly becoming, you know, like. Uh, uh, like a powerhouse when it comes to entertainment because it's not only like Una was saying earlier, it's it doesn't only uh, confine itself to like, you know, our our streaming, you know, like what, what we used to view uh, a movie, whether it be like a TV, laptop or whatever, but it's like in our phones, it's on our iPads or whatever, and then it like transcends even further than that and it goes on our social media and it's like, so like they're not just creating like movies, but they're creating like movements almost, yeah. dude, and like they're doing all this stuff that, like I said, just kind of transcends us just watching it and it's like us like creating experiences almost like uh, social media experiences or whatever, like these challenges and all this kind of crap, memes and all this and it is defining the zeitgeist, dude. I really how we think, speak like, to each other. In, like, let's even back up a little bit as far as like a studio. Like, um, I know that this dude's like, you know, uh, not the most admirable character, but like going back to like House of Cards, right? And like Kevin Spacey, mm-hmm. who's like an Academy Award winner, but him kind of taking like the risk of. Uh, jumping on because that was to me that was the first noteworthy like um, actor doing like an original Netflix piece yeah. I, I have to confess too when it first came out I was like this is stupid what does Netflix think they are they're just blockbuster they yeah. need to calm down they're not freaking whatever but um, that and ended HBO. up becoming <laughs> yeah that ended up becoming like um, you know it was a hit yeah, like the yeah. springboard, the, was, the uh, springboard that allowed everything else. Yeah, to well, just well, come. I think it also began the uh, discussion about wow. So, like, who's? I mean, how's Netflix doing this? It's like they're not, yeah. like you said, they're not HBO. They're just right. a streaming service, yeah. or they're the people who used to send you discs on uh, in mail. You know, CDs yeah. in or not CDs, but DVDs. Yeah, in the mail, but. I think that may be one of the things that started the whole. Yeah. you know, Netflix getting into the original uh, production game yeah and i would even venture to like i would even like not be afraid to say i think that stranger things is probably like a top three top three tv show out right now right yeah. Oh, like yeah, for sure. easily. Easily. easily easily yeah easily. um 
I think right now, dude, the biggest things are Game of Thrones, Stranger Things, Stranger Things, and I can't even think of like a third. Like I'm like, mm. Mm. The Handmaid's Tale, maybe. That's like I think one of the things that everybody's always talking about. It's one of the biggest things out there. So I don't know if maybe that, but I know for sure Stranger this Things. This is us. This is us. Yeah, oh, this is us. This is us. Yeah. I would I would say that. Yes. But I think Game of Thrones, <laughs> uh, Stranger Things, and this is us for sure. Yeah, are, are, like are, are shows that are sort of like you said are are. Uh, R.I.P. Walking Dead. Yeah. Transcendent, dude. Although Walking Dead got better, but that's a yeah. But it kind of like I feel like right now it's it's trying hard to get people back, as opposed to like just riding the true. wave, of like just like that is true. Getting out of here. But um yeah dude but like and we're totally glancing over the fact that like we have Alfonso Curan putting out Roma on right. uh, on Netflix Malgar? too. Oh Alfonso might Alfonso Melgar? What? What'd you say? <laughs> What'd you say? What? Huh? What'd you say? Huh? What? <laughs> Who might actually win the Oscar for um best director? Yeah, dude. On a streaming service. And I think he he won for, for uh he won on Golden Globes. He won the Golden Globes, Globes right? Right, right. He might win the Oscar Wait, for best cool? director. Alfonso Cuarón. Yeah. Alfonso Cuarón for Roma. Cuarón. Oh yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. Is it in the, is it any good? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's like, a gripping drama. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like it's kind of like um, there will be blood where you're you're just kind of watching it and it's like I think it's more of the experience of seeing this slice of life. It's a gripping than like, drama. Than like it just kind of being like oh like oh a spectacle or whatever. It's just kind yeah. of like very grounded and. Yeah. Puts you in the middle of this person's life. Very grounded is a great way of describing it. Interesting. Thank you. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, so you have people like that, like, uh, uh, who's already won an Oscar. So it's like Oscar, uh, Oscar. For uh, Gravity? Gravity. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, you know, this Oscar-awarded director doing things on, on Netflix now. So it's like, I, I, I feel like um, if you are able to do something on Netflix, like, no one is really shying away from that opportunity anymore. Now it's just kind of like you almost have to have something on Netflix now in, in order for your career to just continue. Um, I mean, if you were given the choice, right, like, do you want to have a hit show on ABC or Netflix, right? Like, most people choose Netflix. Would you rather have a hit show on TNT or Netflix? Like, the only thing that challenges Netflix, the only thing that's, like, worth mentioning within the, in the same breath, breath is HBO. Because even, like, would you rather have a hit show on Hulu or Netflix? It's like Netflix. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like shaping culture. It's easily the most, I mean, when you think about Netflix, like you said, the most like, accessible. I know Hulu, you can get everything, but I think the one that people think about most is Netflix, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and our last show, we did mention, like, its biggest competition, I think, is HBO. HBO yeah. has their own streaming service, too. And so it's, you know, it's... Uh, uh, I don't know. It's 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 gonna be crazy once we have Disney Plus enter the game. And hey, you know what? And it's, I think that's gonna be yeah. That's gonna be interesting to see. Can it compete? You know, it's gonna have a lot of original content, but it's gonna be playing a lot. Of course, all of their original movies or own movies, but will it be able to compete with Netflix in creating original content? Yeah. You know what I mean? Aside from your normal Star Wars, you know, nerd geeks, all of us, yeah, could be. Uh, I know I'm gonna be getting it, but right for sure. But you know, will it be able to compete with with the casual audience as opposed to the hardcore fans? Yeah. You know, you know, and I, like one thing I was gonna say before is just like this shouldn't be an argument. 
this is kind of like low-key saying like who's a better director ryan coogler or steven spielberg it shouldn't be a conversation right but it, it is you know mm-hmm. what i mean and um i mean it just goes to show like you know netflix's great decision making uh, like a great, great creative direction. But here's the other thing. Like I want to flip like from a business standpoint, like Netflix isn't in a great place. Like Netflix is like Netflix was like borderline might have been going broke like two years ago. Mm. So I'm even worried a little bit about its future. Um, I'm worried about like what might uh, Disney's introduction do to it. Um, uh, just because Nef- uh, Disney has so much clout behind yeah. it. Disney's able Disney right off the bat it's like all of Marvel Star Wars right and then well, Disney we're we already seeing the Pixar the, some, of, some of the and Pixar re, some of the uh results of Disney plus not even coming out yet and already seeing some of the stuff happening with the with the cancellation of you know all the Marvel uh, right. shows on Netflix right. Luke Cage and uh uh, Iron Fist and uh, Daredevil, dude. Daredevil had its best season, mm-hmm. almost universally agreed on that that season three was amazing. Yeah, was really good, and yet they still canceled it. So we're already seeing some of the effects of Disney Plus already having on some of these shows. So it'd be interesting to see once they fully get on how much of uh. You know, subscribers they're gonna take from Netflix, or can they co- coexist with mm. Netflix? So that'll be interesting to see uh, as the year goes on to see what other original content we get from. But at the Netflix. end of the day, mm-hmm. we win because you get a Disney Plus subscription, you get an Amazon Prime subscription, I get a Netflix subscription, and we share accounts, dude. Absolutely, Boom. perfect. A- everybody wins. A beta report account. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We should get a beta report account. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. To end the show, man. To end the show. Uh, we didn't get a chance to share some of our favorite movies we saw over the holiday weekend. Why don't we go ahead and share that? They could be some of our picks because they're still in theaters. There's still something you guys can watch. I don't know if there's something that you guys want to want to share because I know I do. Um, anything you want to recommend they can see over welcome. the weekend? Sort of our pick of the week for a belated Pick of the week since um, we were off the holiday weekend. I'll say that I, I uh, I've, uh, we've, we've talked about this a little bit before, um, and uh, you were, you were uh, not allowed to really talk on it, but I think we talked about it a little bit after that. Uh, but Spider Man into the Spider Verse, I think, is by far like one of the best uh, Spider Man movies, uh, live action and animated uh, uh, movies that I've ever that I've ever seen, dude. Like it was just. From the animation uh, to the music choices to just uh, to the voice cast, like everything, dude, was just so on point. Like it tripped me out that it was Chris Pine at first. I didn't, I didn't realize that he was one of the Spider Mans. Um, but like oh. they have Chris Pine in there, Jake Johnson. Um, they have uh, uh, Haley Haley Seinfeld. I don't know. Haley Haley Steinfeld, Shamik Moore from Shamik Moore, yeah. Um, as Miles Morales, mm-hmm. um, Mahershala Ali is in this thing too. Um, dude, the, ca- the cast is uh, is insane, dude. We got Brian Tyree Henry, this, dude. Yeah, Paperboy. Paperboy is, in, is in it. Lily Tomlin, oh, Zoe yeah, Zoe Kravitz, John Mulaney, Nicolas Cage, Catherine Hahn, Leave Schreiber. Insane, dude. The, the, the well, cast- Leave Schreiber has to be in everything, dude. 
Leif Schreiber? <laughs> he's got like the best, like, um, dude, narrating voice. Dude, he's best, uh, dude. he's Wilson Fisk, and I didn't even realize he, it was him, dude. Oh, I didn't realize that either. Yeah, I was trying dude. to think of who he was. I'm like, maybe it was the, uh, maybe it was like the Green Goblin, but I didn't hear him talk at all. Uh, but yeah, that's nuts, dude. That's yeah, pretty sweet. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. The, the cast is insane. I have to agree. I, I did see it. Then I saw it again. I just recently saw it mm-hmm. again. with Because when I saw it, it was a screening. Some shots were not completed. Yeah. We went to go see it uh, again. Um, and it, it's just, dude, the music is on point, dude. dude. I just got to say, Biggie, Hypnotize. Ah! Once, that, once that comes on, I was like, whoa. Like, this is... Like on a different level, dude. Like I'm sad I haven't seen it. It was so dope, dude. Yeah, it was, it was so, so good. good to see. Um, you know, Miles Morales has been uh, a comic book character that a lot of people have liked. Just haven't figured out how to put him into live action. Mm. But the key, I guess, wasn't exactly to put him in live action. To at least you know introduce him through the animated series. But the story itself, the uh, the the direction, it was actually written by Phil Lord and what's his name? No Chris, way. Yeah. Uh if you if you guys don't know Phil Lord is one of the guys from uh, the Lego movie. Yeah. Yeah, one also, of the writers. Also uh, Last Man on Earth. Last Man on Earth. Yep. Which sucks. So, so uh <laughs> <laughs> so, so I like how you pointed out just to crap on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh and I'm like, Maybe. yeah, oh yeah, yeah Last yeah, Man on yeah, Earth. Yeah. Last Man on Earth. It sucked. Oh shoot. It sucked. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, dude, it, it was really great. I recommend you guys go watch it. You'll enjoy it. I know some people probably won't. I mean, it's like a cartoon, animated series. No, dude. Comic book? No, you, you'll you enjoy can, it. You can trust cartoons. We've learned that now, dude. Yeah. It's like freaking, come on, Toy Story. Like, mm-hmm. And here's a, another recommendation, too, is is Bumblebee. I recommend you go watch it. It's actually really good, dude. Haley Stanfield. Dude, she's having a Killing it, great December, dude, because she she has Bumblebee and Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Cha-ching. Yep. I know. I hope dude, she got points and not a salary off these jobs. Uh, Bumblebee's actually really good, dude. It's actually in some... You might even say it's better than the first Transformers movie, dude. Whoa. It's it's really good because it puts story before bombs. Mm. Boom. Like mm. Michael Bay, dude, you know? Explosions. Mm. That's a bomb right there, dude. No, dude. That's a bomb statement. Ah. Bomba. That was so, ironic and um, funny. But <laughs> I would recommend watching it. And then the last thing I'd want to say, Uno, do you have anything? Yeah, two things, actually. Go for it. Shit, Creek. You know what? I've been wanting to watch that. It's funny, it dude. Looks- Is it really? It's funny. Like, no show. Um, this show's cracked me up. Um, I think, like, as much as The Office, it's as much as... It's a dude from American Pie, right? I forget what his name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Eugene Levy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then uh, as much as uh, Superstore... Just so you know... Shit's it's, Creek. It's not spelled that way. It's spelled S-H-C-I-T-T-S. But it's pronounced Shit's Creek. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Shit's story is really good. Mm. Um, anyway. Is that their last name or what? Yeah, that's their last name. Anyway. Like the Fockers? Um, yeah. So Shit's Creek is pretty funny. Um, give it a shot. The other thing that like so if there's a lot of family in the house, you you could say this house is full of shits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying. I had to play along. Um, <laughs> the other thing we I, are I mean, we didn't adolescent we didn't, children. We didn't really like touch on it, but um, I feel like Bandersnatch is like the future of movie making and storytelling. Um, I think if you haven't seen it, I. I mean, I can't give it a gold medal, right? 
I think it's like a silver medal. I don't think it's like for everybody. I can be like, oh, you're going to 100% love it. Yeah. Uh, like M- Marvelous Miss Maisel, gold medal. Just reminding you guys. Um, but uh, Bandersnatch is fun, entertaining, different, engaging. Uh, definitely like roll the dice, check it out. Um, but I think like that's the future, and we're gonna see um that approach like in the future, and we're gonna see that approach perfected. Cool. Yeah, yeah, because it almost feels like it, this is like the beta test to this sort of uh, mm-hmm. movie watching experience which is and it's funny too because it um it kind of puts the pressure on you as the viewer to like to to make these decisions and as you're watching you're like crap did I make the wrong decision like what if yeah. if I would have chosen the other one would it would it have given me like a like like a better outcome or like my expected outcome so that's what was uh uh awesome about the whole experience was that you're just kind of like constantly thinking of like, Oh, what could have been different? Um, and it kind of plays with your, with your, uh, with your, uh, um, expectations a little bit. So yeah, it's really cool, dude. It's a like pretty fun experience to try and do that. Yeah, for sure. So, um, that's, that's our recommendations. Go check that out, dude. Go, uh, check out, uh, check it out. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Check it out. Bandersnatch uh, on Netflix. Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch yeah. is on Netflix. Yeah. Go check it out. So is Shit's Creek. Yes. Um, What's that? I'll throw one in too, just just for good measure, because uh, because I just can't. I can't go without. Uh, don't you dare! <laughs> don't you dare! <laughs> just F- uh, put my finger on the phone. Mary Poppins, dude. Mary Poppins. I really like that movie. Okay. Hey, Joe Rogan said it's good. The new Mary Poppins. It was good, dude. I liked it. But you know what? There's a trend going on, and I see you, Disney. I freaking see you. What's that? That it's a. Uh, with the Christopher Robin movie and this one, I feel like there's a lot of like millennial infiltration in uh, like the Disney camp because I feel like they're 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 doing a a lot to remind us as adults that we can still be children at heart and um, we can still follow our dreams and do you know we we don't have to worry ourselves so much with you know, <clears throat> the pressures of work or whatever, we could still like enjoy our children and be kids and do all that sort of thing. Um, the thing is like very interesting because both of these movies have that uh, theme just kind of like outright in your face. Cool. Don't. Don't do it. Don't. Just don't do it. Just stop right now. Well, that, that does it for uh, this episode. Dude, seriously. Stop. Don't be spitting your water out right now. Just let us swallow. Let's swallow. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Well, it was awesome to have uh, Uno with us for this week. Yeah. He'll be back, but probably not in life. What? 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 Guys, if you uh, donate to uh, my uh, Venmo, I'll fly out here every weekend. Yay. Let's get that going, dude. (laughs) Challenge. That'd be pretty sweet. Oh, I just got three cents. (laughs) Hey, was there anything you wanted to talk about, Uno? No? Um, No. No. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> All right, we'll be back next week. We have a lot of more, con- a lot more content coming at you for the entire year. <laughs> I was gonna say something else <laughs> for, the, for the entire hey. year. So come yeah. back. Social media is gonna be on and popping again. I took a break off of the social media too, but that there will be starting once a more. So and we'll, we'll be having blogs coming back because Jay all of a sudden wants to write now. Oh, and I inspired too. I got inspired. Inspired to write. Ooh, hey, boy, what's up? What's up? Uh, what's up, Ricky Romero? What's up, man? Hey. Hey, bro. Oh.
up? Powered by Linux. There okay, you do. Now everybody do a shout out. Go. What? Uh, what up, Noe Diaz Davis? <laughs> what up, boy? <laughs> That's my boy. Haven't heard Good from you in a while. Dude. Hit me up, boy. Your shout out. My shout out. Uh, <laughs> your brother-in-law or cousin-in-law, Nick. What's his name? Um, what? Christina's cousin or okay. her boyfriend, husband. Huh? With the little kids, man. What little kids? Oh my Dang. god! Really? Sorry, dude. This is the little cousins. He's <laughs> his little cousins. Yeah. Oh yeah, Nick. Oh, I don't remember my. But he's family. not my cousin. He's not my I cousin. I know it's your cousin's like boyfriend or husband or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what hey, he yo, is. Yo, what's up, Nick? Uh, I know exactly. He can't remember your hey, family, dude. dude. Um, apologies. Because at first uh, I was like, like Buff Nick isn't my cousin. I don't cousin. know you, but what's not up, dude? I would have said Buff. I would have said Hook Nick. These guys so might be dismissive of you, but I'm not. You know what's up? Nah, it's my boy Nick Minaj. That was legit. I was gonna say, I didn't want to say Nick Minaj because it would sound like Nicki Minaj. Yeah, Nick but it's Nick Minaj, right? Nick Anyways, Minaj. what up, Nick? Thanks for listening. Thanks for. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you. This is the beta report. Me, 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 me. I remember you. Wait, 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 wait. Jay doesn't. Hey, everybody. Check out the uh, social media at The Beta Report, both on Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> it's coming, dude. <laughs> Facebook and uh, Instagram. So check R. us out R. there. R.I.P. Gino Kerland. Hey, you know what? You know what? We we need to put out there. Go on Netflix. Uh, Netflix? What the heck, dude? <laughs> 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 I'm like all up in Netflix. Dude. iTunes. Give us a rating on iTunes. Because I know there's other people that can go out there and give us some ratings on iTunes. That would help us out a lot to uh, yep. get some more exposure. Rate so. and review. I'll Those give you are a very important. four hour back rub if you give us a one star. Yeah. A just one. imagine yeah. it goes yeah. up yeah. from there. Four star, dude. Not just one. imagine no, it goes up from there, too. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's so, going to be the worst back massage ever. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Until next week. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.